Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,242. This month, I'm celebrating Women's History Month by having 21 inspiring automotive enthusiasts who are women here on Cars Yeah. These are the movers and shakers who work in the automotive industry. Today, I talk with one of the most connected ladies in the automotive world, calling in from Mooresville, North Carolina, Cindy Sisson. Coincidence is a God's way of remaining anonymous. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hey, this is Mark Green. Join me at the Classic Auto Show in Costa Mesa, California, this March 16th and 17th at the Orange County Fair and Events Center. I'll be the celebrity stage MC conducting live interviews with past Cars Yard yeah guests, including Adam Carolla, the Grand Marshal, Dave Kindig from Bitchin' Rides, Wayne Carini from Chasing Classic Cars, Mark Warman from Graveyard Cars, Mike Finnegan from Roadkill, Bogey from All Girls Garage, Big Mike, Import Tuner and Builder, and Lynn St. James, an iconic race car driver. I hope I'll see you at the Classic Auto Show. For more information, go to theclassicautoshow.com. That's theclassicautoshow.com. All right, Cindy, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Ready to rumble. All right, I love that. Cindy Sisson is a sports marketing professional with decades of experience building major sports properties. She's the former partnership director for the Peterson Automotive Museum in Los Angeles, California. She served as a board member, senior advisor, and director of development to the National Foundation of Fitness, Sports, and Nutrition, a congressionally chartered foundation. She was the co-founder of Connectivity, an agency that assists nonprofits and schools to raise funds through creative fundraising solutions, and she served as president of HopSport, a global health and wellness network dedicated to fighting childhood obesity. Cindy has also worked with the Olympics, the LPGA, NASCAR, the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, and PGA. My goodness, Cindy has worked everywhere and helped everybody, and youth sports programming. And while at NASCAR, she worked with Roush Racing and Cal Petty's Charity Ride Across America. I like to say Cindy is the most connected woman I have ever met. Cindy, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your career? and a very obvious passion for automobiles. Well, thank you, Mark. I'm so blessed. And as you pointed out, I have a very, very eclectic career. But kind of like a cat with nine lives, every chapter has brought me to where I am today. And I believe that my business gift or where I am going in my life is to create, to share my network and how to connect dots to help support others, whether it be personally or professionally, to help them reach their dreams. Yes. And I'll tell our listeners, I mean, Cindy has been prolific in helping me find women to be on Cars Yeah this month. I'm having 21 women on the show. And when when she was introduced to me, she jumped on board. I felt like I had a personal assistant in you, Cindy. I mean, all of a sudden, she just started inter- introducing me to all these incredible women. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this lady knows everybody. She's a dream come true. So, again, thank you so much for connecting us with some of the really, really special women that will be on Cars Yeah this month. You have been fantastic. Thank you, Mark. It's an honor because a lot of these women need their share of voice to be heard, and you become a great outlet for that. As I shared earlier, I was in Phoenix last week, and everybody's talking about your show, and it's 
kind of a status symbol now to be interviewed. So best of luck to you for the month of March. Well, thank you. This has been fantastic. Really, really great. Well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success, and it's a really nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Cindy, grab the wheel. Thank you. So, my favorite quote is, a coincidence is a God's way of remaining anonymous. Mm. Not invented by me, but Albert Einstein. I have so many stories of meeting people that have become friends or business associates and given the coincidence of being at the right place at the right time. So much so, I've become a huge, avid card, C-A-R-D collector. I've collected thousands of cards. And one day I decided, what am I going to do with all these cards? So I decided to wallpaper my bathroom with over 4,000 business cards. (sighs) Everybody above the toilet, I really like. And you can guess what goes above. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You are so funny. That is awesome. You know, I've, I've got two lots and lots of cards from all my years. And I've always wondered, should I get rid of them? Because everything's online now. And I've got the con- Google contacts and everything. But I just can't get rid of them. I, it's my old man in me, you know, that you always want to hang on to them. But I never thought about doing that. You know, I'm going to send you one of my cards, and I really want to know where it's going to end up. Maybe I don't, but I hope it ends up somewhere good. Well, you'll definitely be on the ceiling, and that is an opener, and I've had so much fun with it, and I have lots of stories behind that, but I'll have to send you a picture of the bathroom, and then I have buckets and buckets and buckets waiting to find a new home. I just haven't decided where to put them yet. Oh, my gosh. This is fantastic. I knew a guy once that collected pennies his whole life, and he was an older gentleman. He decided to use these pennies and he actually laid out a floor in his kitchen of pennies side by side by side and he poured this clear coating over the top of it and it it created a beautiful looking floor you wouldn't think so but when you look across this sea of millions of i think it was over a million pennies i mean it was just absolutely insane uh it looked pretty cool so you're a very creative woman too uh that is very fun Well, let's talk about a story that instigated your personal passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life and you knew that you were going to be a car gal? Yeah, really. It started when I was a baby. Uh, My dad uh, was from a small town in New Hampton, Iowa, and he and my mom got married and came to California and uh, went to Disneyland and decided to stay. And dad got a job at General Motors at the Van Nuys plant, and he ended up retiring there. I think he worked there 50 years plus. So with that, we always had really cool cars in our garage from Mustangs and Chevys. And one day, well, when I turned 16, my first car was a 65, beautiful white with red interior Mustang. And as you can imagine, I was the coolest chick in high school. But my brother borrowed the car and totaled it. So my next, yeah, well, it happens, was a 68 Camaro. And from there, I've really become a, a quite a car snob. I purchase a new car about every two years just so I can try something new and different on the road. Very cool. Yeah, you were the cool girl in school, that pony car. Oh, my gosh. But, uh, oh, your brother. Shame on him for doing that. I'm, I'm hoping he was okay, of course, but uh, that must have been a tough day for him to come home and admit to that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. My sister. Actually, uh, kind of, I would say she stole my car, but she took my car to school one time in high school. She wasn't supposed to. And a friend of mine said, Hey, what's your car doing parked in the, cause I always parked in the same spot and I was the only kid in my school that covered my car. And somebody said, How come your car is parked way down the street over there? And I'm like, well, I didn't ride my car to drive my car today. I rode my motorcycle. 
He's like, no, your car's down there. I know your car. And sure enough, it was. So we actually, I had a spare key. We actually took it and hid it in a friend's garage. And so, of course, she had to come crawling to me at the end of the day with her tail saying, somebody stole your car. I'm so sorry. I wasn't supposed to drive it. Oh, my gosh. And I played it all up and all my friends were in on it and kind of made her pay for that, uh, yeah, borrowing without asking a little bit. She's never forgiven me to this day. So, anyway. Fun story. Well, let's take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and talk about a really big challenge or even a big failure that you face. These are wonderful opportunities to learn. If you look at them that way, they're not much fun during the time. So walk us through one of those experiences and tell us how it helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your career. Well, as you noted at the beginning, I was blessed to work the 1984 Olympics in Los Angeles. And in 1982, there was a conference at Pepperdine University where I graduated from called the United States Olympic Academy. And it's where people who had this huge passion for the Olympic Games. So one of my tasks was to take the participants on a tour of the 1984 Olympic venues. And as we were standing on the big hill up at Pepperdine, and I hope some of these folks know where it is with a big cross, I parked my boyfriend's 914 on the side of the hill. I started to walk across the street and I turned around and noticed the car started moving backwards down, Ah. missing cars and ended up on PCH and the car was totaled. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Was that was that car? I guess that wouldn't be karma coming back for your brother totaling your car. It wasn't your fault. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. Well, I hadn't thought about it to not tell now, but it was almost in the same spot. Oh, well, thank goodness it didn't hit anybody and hurt anybody. But, oh, how did you how did you tell your boyfriend about that? You know, it's funny. Um, I did. And I called him and I thought I was going to marry the guy because he wasn't worried about the car. He wanted he was more worried about if I was safe or not. So I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, what ended up happening out of that, Mark, was every year the International Olympic Committee host an event in Olympia, Greece called the International Olympic Academy. And so each country is represented. So I applied to the U.S. Olympic Committee to be the U.S. representative to the International Olympic Academy. And the lucky part was everybody remembered the incident. So I got an all-expense paid trip to Olympia, Greece for two weeks. Wow. Well, lucky you. That's I guess that's turning lemons into lemonade, huh? Yeah, it really is. And one additional thing is 10 years later, I was the president of the Pepperdine Alumni Association. And the president was giving a speech and talking about some girl that parked her Porsche on the hill and the car got totaled. And I looked up at him. He didn't know it was me. And I said, that was me. So after that, my name became nickname in Pepperdine became Pernelli Jones. Yeah. Well, I had uh, shared that story with Terry Cargis from the Peterson Museum. And when the Peterson had its grand opening, I had done some work with the Peterson. And he invited me to go to the grand opening with a guest, which I brought Lynn. And I actually got to meet Pernelli Jones and tell him that story. And we had the greatest laugh around it. Oh, my gosh. That's fun. Well, of course, uh, Terry Cargus has been a guest here on Cars. Yeah, I've known him for quite a long time, ever since he became the director there at the incredible Peterson Museum. And, of course, Lynn that Cindy just referred to is the great Lynn St. James, who's been a guest on the show. And she's going to be back this month to return after about four years. She was an early guest on my show, so I'm very looking forward to having her back on the show. But 
Parnelli Jones. That is that is pretty funny. Well, when we're together next time, Cindy, you asked me a little story, or you asked me about a story of Derek Bell parking a car on the hillside at Laguna Seca Racetrack, and you won't feel so bad about what happened to you, okay? I can't wait. I love it. All right. <laughs> there you go. Of course, Derek doesn't want to hear that. He's been a guest here, too, so sorry, Derek. Uh, I'm going to give up a little secret here, but uh, at any rate, we'll move forward. And get away from crashing cars. Remember to set that emergency brake and put the car in gear, for goodness sake. Let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special vehicle. Now, you talked about that Mustang. That is a pretty darn cool car for a young woman to have. Is there a car that really stands out for you and maybe you could share a memory about that ride? Well, actually, I thought about this a lot. I've had lots of really cool cars, but I would have to say my first cool mobile vehicle is a motorcycle. I say that because in 1994, I was approached by Kyle Petty at Talladega, called me into the holler and said, hey, Cindy, I want to talk to you about an event. I want you to help me co-create. And it's a charity ride across America to raise money for charity with NASCAR drivers. Are you in? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, well, it's in six weeks. You think you can help me put it together? Gosh, sure. I can do anything, right? So I helped put together the logo and the sponsorships and did the trip maps of all the potties from San Francisco to Charlotte. And -hmm. about a week before we left on the ride, I decided, you know what? I'm going to ride in this first ride. So I went and bought a Sportster, had it shipped out to San Francisco, never rode a bike in my life. The late, great Don Tilly was standing next to me. And I said, Don, how do you turn this thing on? He goes, what? I said, I've never ridden a bike. so. I actually rode all the way from, like I said, San Francisco to Charlotte in eight days. And I was only one of two women who did the complete ride on on my own bike. Okay. I can't talk right now because my mouth is hanging down so low, my jaw. You rode on a ride like that, having never ridden a motorcycle? Is for real? For real. Oh my gosh. Cindy, you're either incredibly brave and incredibly talented or absolutely insane. I mean, that's, I can't, that is unimaginable. Having ridden motorcycles a, a lot of my life, all the way back to high school dirt bikes, and I rode sports bikes for quite a while. That, I, I don't even know how to ask the next question of how on earth or what on earth inspired you to actually do that? Because that, that sounds incredibly dangerous. Well, it was, I was fortunate. I mean, we had Don Tilly, we had Bruce, the late great Bruce uh, Rossmeyer, who was the big sponsor and, and owned um, Daytona Harley Davidson. The other woman on the ride, ironically, was his daughter, Randy Rossmeyer. And so I felt really comfortable because we surrounded, or I had surrounded myself with really, really good riders who were very talented. And the funny part is after the third day, Mark, I couldn't even lift my right arm. It was so sore. And people could see that I was just struggling keeping my hand on the throttle. Well, finally, someone came up to me and they said, you know, you got cruise control on that bike. What? (laughs) (laughs) So I turned finally turned it on and got wise. But it was really neat because the first leg was down to Newport Beach, driving on the 405 freeway in peak traffic hours. That was a challenge. Um, then second part that was really special was in Las Vegas. I started out with a Sportster, as I said, and I had to put a better, bigger gas tank on it. But I was looking out in the hotel room with Robert, the late, great Robert Yates and Jeff Clark. 
And they looked at me, they had the same question. Why are you doing this? I said, well, why not? And so Jeff ended up giving me his fat boy. And I ended up riding that, which I found to be a much easier and softer ride than the Roadster that I originally started out on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you, Cindy, you're on a very high pedestal before this conversation today. You just moved up many, many, many (laughs) tiers and levels. Uh, to do something like that, because my goodness, that is absolutely incredible. And I love the story about, you know, you got cruise control. You don't have to be twisting that throttle all day long. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Well, my goodness, lady, you are incredible. Absolutely incredible. That, I don't know too many guys that would even tackle that or even try that. So that is, that is a great story. Kudos to you for uh, being so ambitious and so talented. That's really cool. Well, is there a seller's remorse story in your life, a vehicle, a bike, whatever it might be that you really wish you had back in your garage? Yeah, you know, I thought about that a lot, too. And I was really blessed. I don't know if you know the name Kevin Schwantz, speaking of motorcycles. He was a 1993 FIM 500cc world champion. You might remember him from the Lucky Strike Bike. But when Kevin retired, he moved to Mooresville, North Carolina. Actually, he and his mom and dad, Jim and Shirley, and I befriended them and they became my roommates, if you will. We all lived in my house together and he had this really cool 1999 11C4 with 7,000 miles on it. And I bought the car from him, loved the car. Well, in 2001, I got pregnant with my son Tafton and it got to the point where I couldn't fit the strap across my belly. So I ended up having to sell the car regrettably and ended up getting an Escalade because <laughs> I could in that car. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, Kevin Swans, um, awesome bike rider. I've never had the pleasure of meeting the guy, but uh, I think he started his career as a trials rider, which is kind of a cool deal because trials, I mean, those guys are, if you ever watch trials riding, it's absolutely incredible to me what they can do on a bike. I mean, they can basically ride a bike up a side of a cliff and bounce over trees and rocks and so forth. But what a great guy to be associated with. So very cool. Well, I would love for you to share what has you excited and fired up this new year? I know this, we're recording this show in January, but the show will be up in March. But what has Cindy excited about 2019 and all the great things you're going to be working on this year? I definitely have a lot of great things that I'm working on, and I love every one of them. But I would have to say one that I'm very impressed with is a relationship that I formed right before Pebble Beach with a gentleman by the name of Stuart Sobeck. And Stuart is the founder of the inaugural Las Vegas Concord de Elegance, which is October 25th through 28th. And after listening to his stories and his passion of why he started this Concord, especially his honoring the late, great uh, Helene Rother, who was a designer under Harley Earl, I just fell in love with what he's doing. He has a great designer uh, Ron Taft and the artwork and the creativity they're putting behind this concours. Uh, the fact that he was able to get the strip closed, the fact that he has the event at Dragon Ridge, which is the highest per capita zip code in our country. He, this guy's on his own dime, gone out and made incredible magic. So I've signed on to his bandwagon and I'm hoping that I can help him to continue to connect dots uh, with companies that I've been blessed to work with over the, you know, last years or many years that I've worked in the in the automotive industry. I'm really proud of what he's got going on there. 
Well, I'm excited for what he's got going on, and I'm going to be having him as a guest on the show. I'll encourage our listeners, if you want to learn about what's coming up here, and I've always thought Las Vegas, what a venue for a Concord. I mean, they've got everything you need for a Concord. Space, green grass, beautiful hotels, fun things to do. If your spouse isn't into cars, he or she can go off and do something while you're enjoying the cars. Just go to uh, LasVegasConcord.com. He's got a beautiful website. You can check this out and watch for his show on Cars Yeah in the very near future. Hopefully, I can do something with him, too, to help him promote that show as well. Very, very cool. Well, Cindy, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsor. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kids spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install, stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah. And I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week. Thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at com. Hey, Mark Green here from the Cars Yeah! podcast. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah! TV show? That's right. Cars Yeah! is now on MAV-TV. I visit some of the past Cars Yeah! guests and take you along for the ride. Go to MavTV.com to learn more where you can enjoy Cars Yeah! TV. MavTV is also available on DirecTV, FuboTV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through MavTV.com online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. All right, Cindy, we are back. And this next question I have for you before we jump into the last lap of the lightning round is a very introspective one. If you woke up tomorrow and Cindy was a car, a vehicle, a bike, whatever, parked in the garage, what would you be and why? Well, I would definitely be a Porsche. And I'm so glad I could say that right. But uh, this past year working with Porsche, specifically Klaus Zelmer, the president of North America, on the Porsche effect at the Peterson Museum, I was really impressed and learned so much about the history of Porsche and have come to appreciate the integrity of their brand, the people that they surround themselves. And I can see myself as a Porsche. I'm hoping to age beautifully. I actually have a 2006 Porsche right now, and people are surprised at the year 
they think it's a you know a newer car, not a 2006. And I love to drive fast, and I live my life fast, just like I like to drive my Porsche. So now I know why I love Cindy so much, because my listeners know I'm a huge Porsche fan, have been my entire life. So the fact that you're a Porsche, now it all makes sense, Cindy. That's why we get along so well. That's why I love you so much. You are a Porsche in many, many ways. That is cool. And that exhibit that you helped put on at the Peterson was absolutely spectacular. Of course, those of you who have never been to the Peterson Automotive Museum, you've got to check it out. I've had several guests, including their curator on the show. I've had relationships with that museum for many, many years. It's absolutely spectacular, especially after what they've done to it with the remodel. It is really a special place. So if you're ever in the Los Angeles area, please make sure you go visit. Okay, Cindy, we are entering what I call the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Uh, Well, I'm actually going to spin this into the worst advice I have ever given. (laughs) I was working for Jack Roush, and I was helping him launch his aftermarket business at the SEMA show. And on display was the first Roush Mustang. Hood was up. People were milling around. Two men came up to me and they said, so, Cindy, how big's that engine? Looking at the engine, I'm scratching my head. And I, I said, oh, I don't know, about three feet by four feet. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I really, really had to live that one down. That story still gets told by many, many people. <laughs> well, and now a lot more people have heard it, for sure. That's hilarious. Well, you know, if we can't laugh at ourselves, what can we do? I mean, you know, come on. That's a great story. I love that. Um, next time I see you, I'm going to say, hey, come up here, Cindy. How big is this engine? All right. So <laughs> you, just, you just give me a cross-eyed look. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Well, as I said earlier, I'm a voracious collector of business cards. So my habit is I connect people. I don't ask for anything in return. And it's amazing what comes back around, Mark. Oh, absolutely. Love it. Now, how about a resource? There are wonderful resources. You are a plethora of resources. I mean, you're like the resource king, or I should say queen. Is there a resource you'd like to share with our listeners that you're particularly fond of? Only one, LinkedIn. As of <laughs> today, I have 7,341 names, and it's the greatest tool. And if I meet somebody and I don't see that they're taking LinkedIn seriously, I don't take them seriously. Wow. You know, that is great advice. I've, I've shared that with a lot of people who don't think that that's an avenue worth using or a platform. And I have connected with so many professionals, far more than through any other social media, people that actually end up being guests, people that can help me do things, help me reach other people. LinkedIn is fantastic. I post all of my podcasts on LinkedIn every day, and it has come back in spades. So uh, I'm really glad that you mentioned that. And what I'm surprised by is how many people look at me and go, really? LinkedIn? I'm like, yes, it's, it's like the professional world of Facebook. And thankfully, there's not a whole lot of politics there. It's it's all business and it's all co- making connections and, and building on things. So I love LinkedIn. That's great. Thanks for sharing that. Now, if I could wave my magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? Ooh, uh, you. <laughs> I can make that happen, you know. That would be- That's very kind of you. And we definitely will sit down and have a drink sometime, I'm sure. And we'll probably, they'll have to pry us apart because we'll probably talk and talk and talk and talk cars. But, uh, well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. I'll make sure that happens one day. How's that sound? That would be my honor. There you go. Uh, very kind of you. Thank you. I'm blushing. Would you share a book that you believe our listeners would enjoy reading? 
my favorite book besides the Bible. It's called The Idealist, and the author is George Herthler, and it's a historical historical fiction on the life of Baron Pierre de Coubertin, the founder of the modern Olympic Games. And George and I have become very close, and my hope to work with George and actually create a movie because the world needs to know about the great works of Baron. And it's a tragedy that more don't know about him. So I that's my best advice I can give is read the book and it will change your life. Well, you know, which is great. I I have a lot over thousand plus books that my guests have recommended. And I've got a place on my website called Guest Resources or Guest Recommended Books. And you can go there and I made it really easy. You just click on it, it goes right to Amazon, you can buy it. But that's a book nobody has ever recommended. And my my goal this year has been to read one book every month minimum. And I'm getting through a very 500-page book right now, uh, Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life, which I'm learning a lot of interesting things about myself reading this book, which is kind of cool. My son recommended it, but maybe I'll, I'll make that my February book. Uh, I think that sounds great. Sounds very, very interesting. So thanks for recommending that. And I'll remind our listeners, you can find all these great resources Cindy has shared on her Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Cindy Sisson, S-I-S-S-O-N. And that book and all these great resources will be listed right there with quick, easy clicks. All right, Cindy, we're up to the checkered flag. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you a very cool collector car. Doesn't matter who owns it or where it is. I'm going to bring it to your house and park it in your garage. But there's a couple rules to this game. You have to drive it. No garage queens, but I don't think I need to worry about that with you. You sound like a lady that likes to get out on the road and have some fun, especially after that motorcycle story. You can't sell it and buy a bunch of other toys with it. That little trick's off the table. And it's the only cool collector car, or we'll say motorcycle, if that's what you want, that you can have in your garage. So what's it going to be? Ooh, a 1966 Bosley Interstate Mark II. Well, now, okay, now there's a, another very unique answer from somebody. The Bosley Interstate Two. Now, what is, uh, explain that, I know the car, but explain that car to our listeners, and why you find that so cool. I know you interviewed John Daga, and one day John Daga called me to say that the owner of the car, Stephen Bruno, had a request to get the Bosley 1 with the Bosley 2 at the Peterson. They had never been together before. And after he shared the story behind the car and the, the provenance of the car, I got very excited and went to Leslie Kendall, our curator at the uh, museum, the, one of the greatest human beings in the automotive museum, automotive business I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. And um, we ended up doing that. And when the car rolled in, the candy apple red Bosley 2, it was like I fell in love. And as the car was put upstairs with Bosley 1, all of a sudden, it's like this roar in the museum happened and people were just coming to see these two beautiful cars together. So then we had an opportunity with our great partnership with AAA to have cars on display at the Long Beach Grand Prix. And we'd elect, we elected to bring Bosley 1 and Bosley 2. And what inspired me so much is so many people coming up not having any idea what these cars are. They thought it was a Ferrari or anything but because they had never heard of a Bosley before. And it reminded me of the same story with the idealist with the Baron. Nobody knows about the Baron, just like nobody knew about Mr. Bosley and the why the reason why he created these cars. So history is really important to me. And those cars are just very, very special. And they actually are 
the Bosley too, you can ride in. In fact, I have a picture of me at uh, Amelia this year in the car. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, what's really unique is the day we're recording your show here, Cindy, John Dega, his show aired today. So that's kind of a unique coincidence. Of course, prying the car away from Kim and Steven Bruno, who own that car, it can be very difficult to do, I have a feeling. Um, But uh, for those of you who don't know this car, just Google it. Um, It was on the lawn at Pebble, of course. I actually create my own thank you cards that I send to all my guests. And that's one of the thank you cards that I have uh, that I shot a picture of that car and I used it on on the cover. When I first saw that car, you know what I thought of was the uh, Speed Racers uh, race car. There's something about the front of that car that kind of reminds me of the Speed Racer race car, the Mark V, uh, with those pontoon fenders kind of come out and that sleek nose. But you know that candy apple red? When I was standing there looking at that car at Pebble, it reminded me of my candy apple red Schwinn Stingray. Kind of brought a smile to my face. I don't know. It just, yeah, that that paint, you want to just bite it. I mean, it's just, I may sound weird, but it's so deep and so gorgeous. It's so beautiful. And you're going to look so good in that car, Cindy. Uh, I better get to work. You're not going to make this easy on me, are you? No, in fact, you know, that car was actually on Jay Leno's show too. And he claimed it was one of the best paint jobs he's ever seen. But I have to go on record as saying in Phoenix this week, I went to a private collection and I got to see a Kelly Corvette. And again, Lynn was with me and she said, Cindy, she goes, look at that Kelly Corvette. She goes, doesn't it remind you of the Bosley? And I was like so excited that she remembered my love for the Bosley. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, very, very cool. Yeah, again, you can see a picture of that Bosley on the Cars Yeah website on John Dega's show notes page. Check that out. Or better yet, just Google it. You'll see a whole lot of pictures of the car. It's so unique. It's a car unlike any other car you'll ever see. And you can learn about that car online and read about the history. So uh, again, Cindy, very unique answer. Just like you, very unique lady. You have taken us on a wonderful ride today. I'm so happy to have you as part of Women's History Month here on Cars Yeah. One of 21 spectacular women I'll be interviewing. Very cool. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with my listeners. Could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that 66 Bosley Interstate 2? To do less than our best is to sacrifice the gift. Ah, another words of wisdom from a very bright lady. What's the best way for our listeners to follow along with you? Is Do you have a website or is there a way people can, can follow you out there in the world? LinkedIn. <laughs> and Facebook. There you go. All to learn about Instagram and Twitter. So those are the two tools I use right now. There you go. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to Cindy through her Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Cindy Sisson, S-I-S-S-O-N, and everything will be right there. If you're lucky enough to have Cindy as part of your life, you're a very lucky person indeed. Cindy, thanks for being so generous with your time and expertise and for sharing your many experiences with the Cars Yeah listeners. Until you and I sit down and have that drink, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. 
For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.